victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. For all of you who delight in dread, fantasize about fear, and glorify gore, welcome home. This is the podcast that proves the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new movie, then go back and find a classic work with similar themes, looking at both similarities and differences. Our goal here is to explore how our perceptions of fear remain the same from generation to generation, uh, but also to point out how the presentation can change based on the social and the political climate of the times. We do include spoilers for the new film. However, we will wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new feature, and we will let you know before we do so with a spoiler alert. So if you don't want to hear the spoilers, just uh, turn us off at that point, and we promise you won't miss a thing. You can go see the movie, come back, and pick up that part of the show later. Not a problem. Now, we generally assume that uh, since you are listening to a horror podcast, you've probably already seen the classic film. So there's always going to be spoilers when we discuss anything that has been out for at least one year. The other thing we may do from time to time is use a few four-letter words. A few? Uh, This is a horror podcast, and horror movies tend to be R-rated, so you can pretty much expect us to be too. Uh, And as always, I'm Lance, and i got my my co-hosts and friends, Brian and Philip, in the house. How's it going, guys? It's going pretty good. All right, man. Well, uh, you ready to jump into Cool of the Week, Brian? I watched quite a bit this week. Um, Got another one off the list. Uh, the Descent from uh, this was uh, submitted by our listener Darren Williams Wilson. Uh, I'm sorry, Darren Wilson. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Somebody else told me they they watched The Descent this week. It's got a cool cover. I saw you uh, posted that on Facebook. I was, is that which one is that? That's not where they go it, down in the caves and stuff, is it? Yeah, that's the one. And, okay. uh, yeah, I've seen that. Got the the little cave dwelling creatures that are down there. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very claustrophobic mm-hmm. gives you just kind of creeps you out like that is uh it was a good watch definitely uh thanks for the submission on that one um and then uh i got a lot of tv in actually this week uh finished american gods nice. all right that is, that's definitely a cool of the week man yeah uh i would have to say so far it's probably my favorite show this year i know right it, that's actually my cool of the week too. I'm I'm like sad that it's over. It's also my not cool of the week because it's over. Yeah, <laughs> Philip was... didn't. Philip didn't realize that that uh, eighth episode was the finale. Man, I know. I was like, oh, yeah. that's it. Wait, <laughs> it was kind of a bummer. <laughs> right, but uh, it, it we are getting a season two though. It's definite. Yeah, I figured. Awesome. They, they got some big talent in that one. Yeah, uh, caught the first episode of The Mist. Oh, and, we haven't seen that no, yet. You know I what? I'm behind, dude. Cause, yeah. uh, I've got it recorded, though. Yeah, I haven't seen that, nor have I seen uh, Blood Drive yet. Have you guys yep, checked that cut, out? No. Caught, that, caught the first episode of that, too. Um, Man, 
You got a lot of cool just, of the week going, man. Yeah, I'll just say on both of them, uh, especially the mist. Um, the mist gave me enough to. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, continue watching it. It, it didn't. I, I liked it. It didn't. It didn't give you too much in the first episode. It didn't hit you with just you know creatures and stuff. It kind of built up some backstory on the characters. Okay. And um, yeah, uh, so far I'm liking it. And so, what, uh, so was it a slow burn? Um, a little bit. I mean, it's TV. It kind of has to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, I was interested definitely in uh, a couple of uh, situations that they were setting up with uh, between characters, and um, and uh, by the time uh, the episode ends, uh, that's when the, the mist really takes over the town, and so I'm definitely uh, interested in watching. Uh, I think they put out all uh, the first three episodes already. So okay. Oh wow. I don't know if you have to go online to see it, but I think the three first three episodes are available. And uh, Blood Drive is pretty cool. Um, the acting's not the best, but um, it's it's what very entertaining. <laughs> it's very entertaining, though. Do you well. do you think the acting's not the best by design, possibly? Uh, possibly, because you know it's supposed to be you know a grindhouse type of classic, right? Kind of vibe. But um, it's kind of sci-fi. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, sci-fi has definitely stepped it up. Right, I will say with their TV shows. Yeah, I would agree, man. Starting with uh, Battlestar Galactica and then The Expanse. Mm. Yes. And uh, then you got this, and there's oh, why why Ona Earp? I haven't seen that yet, but I think yeah. Uh, did you recommend that to me or something, Philip? I've never seen it, but I heard it's really good. Yeah, I I've also got, heard uh, The Magicians was pretty good. I've got that in my Netflix queue. Also, haven't started yeah. that one. Either of those. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely in the queue. My 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 cool of the week is uh, I put it to you this way: I had a lot of not so cool of the week, Uh-oh. and that is because I'm catching up on a couple of other TV shows that it's it's almost like I have to keep watching them because I'm so invested in them. One 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 of them is Better Call Saul. I think uh, it's uh, man, it's just a shadow of Breaking Bad. It's just not even close. Really? It, yeah, it's is- really dragging. Now, is it because I, I was listening to the binge cast and they were basically saying it's probably because you already know what the end game is to the show. So it's not really. That could have a lot to do with it. Yeah. But I don't know. To me, it's just not just not that much happening. The one scene where uh, Nacho was having to uh, to make those fake pills and change them out to try to to try to kill uh, the grandfather or the, the mm-hmm. old dude. Can't, I can't remember the character's name, but you you know you remember the scene I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I thought that was pretty tense, but other that kind of had me on the edge of my seat. Other than that, it's been a bore. And you want to talk about a bore? I, I I may have to tap out a fucking House of Cards. I mean, it is getting so boring, dude. It really? was so much better when he was trying to get into office, uh, but now that he's in, it's kind of like there's not that much at stake anymore. It seems like I don't know. Just kind of bland to me, but I've never watched it. So my cool of the week is not not horror related, but going back to what we were what we've talked about a few times since we spoke with Christian Torp, horror and comedy being so close together. Yeah, uh, saw a T.J. Miller stand up on HBO. That's my cool of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it, man. I love stand up. So yours is American Gods, or did mine, you have mine? No, else? that was it. Mine was American Gods. All we right. <laughs> were you guys ready to take that trip? 
Let's do it. Or wait, before the trip, though, we got to do the headlines, don't there we? There you go. Ah, let's do that instead. Okay, we fucked up the show's order last week. Let's not do yeah, that again. Try to keep it straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's only like the 50th time we've done this. <laughs> Actually, the 56th time. There you go. <laughs> Tobin Bell's returning, so I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> Is yeah. it a prequel? Uh, No. He's still alive. Ah, I'm reading it. It says, as the investigation proceeds, evident points to one man, John Kramer. But how can this be? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I want to take a pass on this, but, Brian, you're probably going to make us watch it. (laughs) I mean, you never know. He could revitalize the series, but then again, I don't know. Didn't he die, like, the third one or something like that? Okay, so in other words, this is it's going to have a Jason element now where there's something, you know, something like supernatural going uh, on. I'd be okay it's got to be, right? Probably not, but I'd be okay with that. Um, I'm not like super looking forward to it, but I'll watch it. Right. Yeah, I mean, there was a time when, you know, it, Halloween time, Saw movie was coming out, you know, you want to go to the theater and watch it, but the last couple was just kind of meh. Yeah, that's, that's so, a good way to describe it. Yeah, ho- hopefully the, the, they came up with something new to do with it. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> uh, the Exorcist Season 2 gets a premiere date, uh, September 29th. There you go. I know you're yeah. happy. Yes, I am. Uh, that will be a Friday night, I believe. So All right. I'll definitely looking forward to that. Binge watch uh, the first season before that happens. Jurassic World 2 is officially titled Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Okay. And this one is said to be have a it's going to have more horror elements to it. It's going to be more scary. That's that's the route they're going with with this what? one. That'd be cool. I like that. Yeah, if they uh, if they pull it off. Uh, release date Chris Pratt. Uh, June twenty second uh, next year. Okay. You guys are you guys familiar with the uh, uh, with the director for it? He's made some uh, pretty good stuff, man. His name's J.A. Uh, Bayona. He's actually from Barcelona, Spain. Okay. Do you remember that movie, The Impossible, about uh, uh, Naomi Watts was in it and Ewan McGregor and some other people, and it was after the, they were in they were in Asia on vacation. Oh, okay. And they were um, trying to find each other after that flood. You know what? I might be wrong, but isn't Tom Holland uh, Spider-Man? Wasn't he one of the sons? Might very well have been. Cool. I don't really remember the kids too much in it. I mainly just remember uh, remember the two leads. It was, a, it was a good movie. Yeah, yeah, he was. You're right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I did catch that. That was a that was a pretty good movie. Yeah, he did a Monster Calls. I haven't seen that yet. Have you guys mm-hmm. seen it? No. Hmm. The orphanage. Yeah, it looks like he's got some pretty good. Pretty good credits, man. So hopefully this one will be better than the first one, which I didn't like. I but thought it was okay. Well, I thought it was good, man. I liked yeah, it. most most people did. I mean, it did really well at the box office. I just, I don't know. I thought it was kind of lame, but teach their own, right? There you go. And our biggest uh, news story we're going to talk about here is uh, a Han Solo movie loses its directors, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, and they are replaced by Ron Howard. Huh. Well, (laughs) I can't be be mad about that, you know? Uh Uh-huh. You got Ron Howard directing it? I'm, I'm down. 
And uh, comments from Phil Lord and Chris Miller have said, even though it's cliche to say that they left uh, due to um, creative differences, that's pretty much what happened was creative differences. And I think it was the tone of the the comedy that was going to be in the movie. Right. And because um, uh, they are, uh, they have done a lot of uh, comedy, comedic movies. So I don't know if this was the studio saying there was too much in it or hmm. what was going on, but they were in the middle of shooting the movie. So I don't know how is this going to affect the movie, really. I don't know, but anytime, uh, any anytime you have uh, changes like that, it can be the kiss of death, you know. Yeah, because kind of hard to tell. Yeah, because it's kind of hard to really figure out where they are in the movie. Because I know when you got the Justice League with uh, um, Zack Snyder leaving, the movie was finished. So I don't know if this is finished or they're in the middle of it or what's going on. I'm a little bit worried. I mean, I, I like Ron Howard, but he's completely different director than the other two. Mm-hmm. Who would have ever, if if they had told you... 20 years ago that Ron Howard would be directing a Star Wars movie, would you have ever believed that? No. <laughs> Just seems no, like a strange... No I don't think he's going to put out anything that's not good. Like, I, I don't... I He's he's going to make it good before he puts yeah, it Yeah, and... And Disney's not going to let that fly if it's shitty. Yeah, and it, and it happened really quick. Uh, I mm-hmm. think he came on like a day after wow, the news well, broke. I mean, he's definitely talented. He's He's made some He's made a lot of really good films. In my opinion, he's made a few so-so films, but he's never made a truly bad film. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, We got a release date of Han Solo, May 25th, 2018. Okay. Well, we'll see if that changes to Christmas. it may. (laughs) And uh, that is all we have for this week. All right, then. uh, That means now it's time to take that little trip. Uh, We were excited about the road trip. <laughs> Take that little trip down to Texas Frightmare. Right, Brian? Yep. Or at least the trailer park. So, uh, Brian, what's our first uh, new trailer this week, man? Okay, the first one we're going to talk about is Who's Watching Oliver? Starring Russell Jeffrey Banks, mm-hmm. Sarah Maluko Lane, mm-hmm. what's your names again, and Margaret Roach. Uh, directed by Richie Moore. This movie looks fucking fantastic. Dude. It really does. This I'm looks like what I've been it. dying for for about a year now. Yeah. Kind of like a eyes of my mother feel to it maybe, but less obscure. <laughs> maybe with a little bit of com- comedy in it possibly, like dark comedy. Yeah, it looks little. like there probably is. It's going to be freaking weird though, I think. Yeah, it look it look it looks amazing to me, dude. Just the visuals that I saw, you know, and the way they close it out, they've got like it, it's just like blood cutting noises. Oh in yeah, the, the sound effects. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that's how you end a trailer right there. <laughs> um, don't have a release date on this yet, but I will keep okay. everyone posted. Yeah, that's the first um, one I've been really excited about in a while. Same here, think, man. Yeah, this I is think one it is. Go ahead. No, this is one trailer that really that really got my attention, dude. Yeah, you I know? think right now it's hitting the um, the festival circuit right now. So. Oh okay. Cool. 
And um, our last trailer we're going to talk about is another Blumhouse movie. Mm -hmm. Happy Death Day. Ah, uh, that looks good too, man. <laughs> this um, one looks good too. This one looks kind of mainstream. I'm really looking forward yeah. to it. Uh, starring Jessica Roth, Israel Broussard, and Ruben Modine. Directed by Christopher Landon, who he's worked on movies like uh, Disturbia, some of the Paranormal Activity movies. Okay. Um a Scout's Guide to Zombie Apart. He's been oh, the writer nice. in all those movies. Oh, that was a great movie, man. Yeah. I like Disturbia, too. A lot of people gave it a hard time, but I thought it was good. Yeah, I liked good. it, too. Yeah. It was kind of like a reimagining of, of Alfred Hitchcock's Rear Window. Yeah. Do you remember uh, seeing it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got, so he's probably Crazy -ass primarily a writer, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm into this. You know, it's like a slasher movie with, you know, mixed with Groundhog's Day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, looks pretty interesting. Um, I think right now Blumhouse is on a bit of a roll, you know, with yeah. them releasing Split and Get Out. So, yeah, definitely I, into this. I, I like the concept of it. I like that they told you the concept of it. And I think that it's going to be a, a like a big theatrical release. When's it come out? Uh, October 13th. Okay, cool. Yeah. And we're already yeah. seeing it. Look, it looks it. like a, a it looks sign. like a solid looks like a solid uh, horror movie, man. Yeah. Yeah. What's not to like, you know? Great story, yep. great storyline. It looked like uh, the acting was pretty believable. They were selling it. Yeah. You know, they were acting like, you know, kids that age really would act if this was going on. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious how they're going to tie it all up in the end game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like it's got a good mix of comedy in there, too. Yeah, definitely. That always helps. Always um, helps, man. And it's also good because. Um, last couple of years, I kind of felt like October was missing out on like big you know, horror releases for October. So oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, October 13th, uh, this year. And, right. uh, that is, that is our last trailer. Okay, cool. So, uh, Philip, we got any, uh, listener feedback this week. Can we go ahead and announce a uh, special guest for that show now? I, I think it's pretty, pretty much wrapped up, Brian. Yeah, it sounds like it. So I think it'd be okay. Okay. Who, who do we have coming on, man? The Black Saint from Horror News Radio. Look out. Santos Ellen Jr. Yes, sir. The Black Saint himself. Looks like he's going to be coming on and, jo and joining us. So uh, I don't know how many of our listeners uh, have picked up uh, Horror News Radio or HNR. I, I think on, on uh, iTunes, just, just yeah, type in Horror News Radio. But the, these guys are a class act. They, yeah, they've been together for a long time, and they put a really good show on. Definitely check yeah. that out. Also check out, um, they do uh, Decades of Horror. Those are pretty good. Um, they got different um, different podcasts for each decade. They got 90s, 80s, 70s, right. and they even got one for really, really older movies. So those cool. are really good. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Bo Burchell uh, also shared a link for Wish Upon. Uh, this is the first commercial I've seen for this. Looks like it will be good. Any thoughts? Uh yeah, I have some thoughts. Wish upon. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested in seeing it. I was I was actually hoping that we might uh, cover that and like also cover maybe like uh, Wishmaster with it. Oh, but I think it's I think it's coming out like in a week or two, isn't it, Brian? Like when we already have something. Uh, um, I think it falls on the same release date as uh, uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. 
Oh. Oh, so we're going to have a big decision to make, huh? Or have you or have you already made that decision for us? I mean, it's up to you guys. I mean, <laughs> right. I was interested in it cuz it it does it looks like it looks like a Wishmaster mm-hmm. mixed with some Final Destination style deaths. Right. Okay. But I, um, I, I mean, trailer for it. Yeah, I mean, if we if we watch Wish Upon, I'm still watching War for the Planet. Yeah, Apes, me too, dude. Absolutely. Right. I'm well, I mean, we're gonna see it regardless. Why don't we? Yeah. Uh, hey, can I make a suggestion? Let's do. Sure. Let's do both of them. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we put a post in the Horror Returns group? Um, do you know how to set up uh, where they can go in and vote for which movie they want us to do that week? You know, I've been trying to figure that out, and. I'm having no luck. Oh, you know sure what? I'll bet if I get with our fr- our friends uh, Ricky and Danny from Hail Ming, okay. I'll, I'll bet they know how to do it. Oh yeah, all right. Because um, there's got to be a way we could just set it up where we basically decide which of the movies do you guys want us to do that week, and we'll go with that one. Sound good? Yeah. All right. Cool. We were thinking about uh, Philip was talking about um, when we were he was drive we were driving back from the store picking up some good some. Uh, Necessaries for the fajita cook we're doing tonight, uh, including some Zima, folks. Yes, it's back. <laughs> Zima is back. Oh, so wow. we need to get a six pack. <laughs> Feel like a '90s douchebag already. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we Philip said it's it's high time we do another contest, man. Yeah, so, I think uh, so. I don't know. Maybe the listeners that are here in this show can give us some ideas or yeah. tell us what they would like us to roll out and. Or returns group, or send us an email. We can do another list, top ten list or something. What do, What are you thinking, man? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. They'll figure out some kind of top ten list and see if they can guess number one. It's a good idea. Anyway, yep. that's probably an off the air discussion, but <laughs> all right. Well, so let's uh, let's move on. So we were talking about wish upon, uh, and then uh, okay, all right. So our next item, uh, Patrick Lear, uh, in front of the show. Says, uh, wishing a big happy birthday to the Horror Returns Media Mastermind, Brian Stitcher. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and that was, what, a, about a week ago? <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, I want to uh, tell everybody from Facebook, thank you. Got a lot of got a birthday wishes from Facebook. Appreciate it. Awesome. It's All always right. good, man. That's our Alaskan Barry White right there. <laughs> Uh, thanks to everybody who reaches out to us uh, we love the feedback as always you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean, uh, Podbean page uh, or you know we don't get a whole lot of emails we get a lot of feedback on our Facebook page but man just email us directly at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com uh, you'll definitely get your feedback in the show we love to hear from you and uh, who knows you might want a t-shirt or something yeah it's actually probably about a 99% chance yeah. if you send us a good well thought out email that you'll get a free t-shirt there you go we're actually about to get some printed right now we do owe we or do an itunes review uh for an itunes review let's let's owe more man i want to get at least uh 20 or 30 made so there you go keep those emails and i and uh itunes reviews coming folks hi there sailors this is sex head and you're listening to the horror returns <laughs> so if you guys are ready without any further ado let's move on to the featured attractions and uh, this week we check out the new Transformers film, The Last Night, as well as 1986's Maximum Overdrive. Start out with trivia, as always, for Maximum Overdrive director and writer, little guy y'all may have heard of, Stephen King. Anybody know that name? 
I think so. He's he's wrote a couple things, right? Yeah. Yeah, one or two short stories, I Has think. Has he really directed anything else? I think that was it, dude. Okay. <laughs> I think that was it, man. Yeah. But, um, yeah, if you listeners, if you don't know what else he's known for, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast. Yeah. Um, so while shooting the scene, I love this story here. While shooting the scene where the steamroller rampages across the baseball diamond, that was great. <laughs> Stephen King requested that the that the effects department place a bag of fake blood near the dummy of a young player who would be run over by it. The desired effect would be that a smear of blood would appear on the steam uh, would appear on the steamroller and be re-smeared on the grass over and over like a printing press. Uh-huh. While, while filming the scene, however. The bag of blood exploded too soon and sprayed everywhere, making it appear as if the boy's head had exploded. That's what it looked like. King King was thrilled with the results, but censors demanded that that, that shot be cut. Uh, <laughs> well, um, now, 80s. let me ask you guys a question. Have you guys ever heard um, who, who Stephen King originally wanted to, to, uh, to cast in the lead role, the one that Emilio Estevez got? No. Any ideas? Only because I'm looking at your paper. <laughs> Tell us who it is, Philip. <laughs> the boss, Bruce Springsteen. That would have totally, been a whole different movie. I'd totally watch that. <laughs> it's not like we're really watching this movie for the acting, okay? <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, we'll get into it. Um, the Dixie Boy truck stop was a set constructed 10 miles outside of Wilmington, North Carolina. It was con- it was convincing enough that several truckers during filming tried to stop in and, and gas up, and eventually the producers had to put announcement in local papers saying the Dixie Boy was only a movie set. Oh. <laughs> uh, Stephen, <laughs> this is some great trivia for this movie, man. This next one's great too. Uh, <laughs> Stephen King, being a former cocaine addict, well, uh, later admitted that he was quote coked out of my mind the entire time he was making the picture. It all makes so much sense. <laughs> and often did not know what he was doing. <laughs> he did remark that he would like to try directing again someday, but this time sober. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright. Who's getting started here? Maximum uh, Drive. I'll go first. Um... I love this movie. I've loved this movie since I was a kid. It, I mean, it, there's some cheesy parts to it, but it's like cheesy good. And the movie tells you right from the get-go what it's going to be when you got an ATM machine calling, of all people, Stephen King doing a cameo, calls him an asshole. <laughs> I love that and scene, dude. the deaths are so over the top in this movie, you yes. kind of just go with it. One I always questioned was um, uh, the the scene when you see the dead dog with the toy car in his mouth. Right. I always wanted to know, how did that happen? It was That's a toy car. One, I don't, you know what? That's one of those questions that you just leave your brain at the door and enjoy the movie, man. It'll never be answered because there is no logical answer for that. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, some apparently uh, somebody died from headphones. and right. There's all kinds of crazy stuff in this movie, and of course you got the iconic uh, Green Goblin car. Oh yes, and um, uh, I just remember the, so many characters: Emilio Estevez. Um, I forgot the actor's name that plays the the owner of the truck stop. 
who was yeah, just called I've, every- I've seen him in a lot of stuff. The one that kept calling everybody Bubba. Big yeah. kid. Uh, Pat, <laughs> Pat Hingle, is that him? Is that his name? Uh, is his name. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Pat Hingle. Yeah, he, he goes way back, dude. He's uh, He's been in a lot of stuff. Um, was he Commissioner Gordon in the in the first Batman movie? Oh, whoa. Yes, he was. <laughs> the land before time. Right. <laughs> nice. Uh, and then you got Lisa Simpson uh, oh, yeah. in this movie. Um, what was, was her great. name? She was great, man. She made me want to knock her in a goddamn head. If there's Curtis! A stupid, you're right. Every time you're she opened her there. fucking mouth, I wanted to slap her in the face. These, you know what? They run right into my stupid people segment, both of them. <laughs> All right, well, let, let's hold off on the, on that segment. Hey, uh, do you mind, you, uh, you, Brian? Do you mind if uh, if Philip steals a little bit of your thunder this week? And because he said he wants to do a stupid people section. Oh, by, oh, by no, all means, dude. go ahead. That's it. Oh, that was just my stupid people right there. Those two idiots, the married couple. Because, like, he's running away from this fucking semi-truck in the very beginning, and he can't outrun the semi? Really? And he, like, looks down at his speedometer, and he's going, like, 85? I'm like, you're the jackass in the left lane that can't get your ass in gear and drive. That's your fucking problem. <laughs> I mean, uh, to be to be fair, there is a lot of stupid people in this movie. Oh yeah, there is. You got the, you got the, the Bible salesman. Oh, yeah. stupid person. Yeah, but he, stupid person. He got what was coming to him. These are like protagonists that are just dumb as shit, right? And I know giant monster trucks are taking over the world. Let's go to a truck stop. That sounds like a good fucking idea. <laughs> why, why would you do that? Okay, let, let me ask you guys a question. Maybe maybe you guys caught something that I missed. But speaking of uh, Kurt and Connie, the stupid couple, uh-huh. why in the fuck were they able to continue to control and drive their car? I wanted to know the same thing. Yes, exactly. There's a lot of rules that didn't make any sense in this movie. <laughs> That's the cocaine, I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> Did you have a theory about that one, Brian? No, I mean I always wondered. You know, there 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 appears to be certain appliances throughout the throughout the truck stop that also is not yeah. affected. Right, but I mean, it was like a hair dryer around some lady's neck at one point. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> that go evil, but right. Like, because in the truck stop itself, you got the, of course, you got the um, electric knife that goes crazy. Yeah. Right. Which I don't understand how it cuts her since she's holding the electric knife. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, I don't, I don't, there's rules in this, in this movie that aren't explained as far as, uh, what was it, a comet that uh, passed over the earth? Yeah, yeah they yeah. were in the trail of the comet for like a, a week or nine days or something like that. And then the yeah. gun on that machine, right on the on the little like the little army deal that right, came in right. with the gun. How is it shooting the gun? Well, if it can control look, the guns, you know what? Then, on top of that, how did these idiots get a rocket launcher? Okay, <laughs> true. Why wasn't it controlling all those all right. those weapons? Yeah. Right? Yeah, because I mean, it, it it was controlling the gas pump when um, Zeke's father mm-hmm. was. Uh, Pointing the nozzle to his eyes to oh yeah see why it was blinded, clogged it blinded yeah. 
But then so, they had to go pump all the gas. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's a whole lot of plot holes in there. Uh, wonder, all right, I'll, I'll grant you guys this. There's one or two plot holes in this movie, okay? I will admit. One or two or 15, whatever. But at the end of the day, did you guys not have a fucking rollicking great time watching this movie? Was this not yes. a fucking fun oh, yeah, roller coaster man. ride Absolutely. of a movie from start to yeah, finish? Yeah, I, I always laugh at. <laughs> I always laugh at the uh, oh. the scene at the baseball field with the <laughs> yeah. with the coach oh, and the yeah. the soda the machine. machine. It was yeah. like America's funniest home videos hitting him in the nuts. Right in the that is, yes. In the way the soda machine set up, it, it already looks dangerous yeah, without right. it even coming to life. <laughs> and uh, and it's just taking out kids left and right in the background. Of course, that you know, you, actually. you got Deke. Deke's the only one that's smart enough to at least cover his face with something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And then leading into the scene you brought up, uh, the steamroller, which I don't, movie. I don't understand how this kid flips over the bike. I don't either. I thought I thought the bike was being controlled. I thought it was, too, but then the other kid was on a bike, and I was but like, that well, made no sense. he's not. You know, okay, <laughs> you know what? Not, that not like that would, For me, that actually would make sense, that the bike flipped him over, because uh, then you cut to the scene with him on the ground, and his legs are right. tangled in the bike. In the bike. Yeah. But then why didn't the other bike uh, knock the other kid over, man? Yeah. He's spending the whole fucking movie riding it, around the whole neighborhood on his bike. And then if it can control a pedal-powered gear, okay. then that's a slippery slope, because then it can just control things like, you know, knives and shit. <laughs> or like, yeah, a literal knife, right? Yeah. Like, it just could just uh, jump up into the air and, and run after you, huh? Oh. I mean, you just got it. has Magneto on okay. it. Okay, all there right. There you go. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's got to be there's got to be a way to explain why he was able to ride his bike and and why Connie and Clark were able to to drive their car. You know, cocaine. Yeah, or cocaine. Con, Connie and Kurt. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> cocaine. That is Connie and Kurt were on cocaine. <laughs> uh, what did you guys think of uh, Emilio Estevez, Bill? Dude, I loved him, man. It was that was he was doing a perfect channeling of uh, Otto from uh, Repo Man. Okay. Oh. Yeah, he was the young angry punk. And, um, yeah, dude, I thought he was great in the role. He actually was, was, um, he was nominated for a very, uh, prestigious award that year for that performance. I looked it up, dude. It's called the Razzies. Oh, (laughs) that doesn't surprise me. I actually got uh, Come on, dude. He was perfect in the role. I actually kind of liked. Good. I kind of liked Emilio Estevez. He's the only one that was like really taking it seriously, and everybody else was just fucking retarded. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I thought it. I thought it was. I thought it was a great performance. Like I said, and the chick, she was pretty good too. I liked her. Yeah, the one who told him, uh, "You sure make love like a hero." <laughs> what a line. <laughs> Uh, what'd you guys think about the soundtrack? Loved it. Oh yeah, fucking awesome, dude. That was probably the best part of the whole movie, yeah. quite frankly. Can't go wrong with ACDC, man. That's what I was like at the the very first like two seconds of the movie, and they've got you know music performed by ACDC, and there there's that guy that's got the close up on the camera at like Monster Trucks and ACDC. I'm gonna like this movie. <laughs> I had actually never seen it. They also got some. You're uh, shitting me. No, it's got a little bit of advertisement in the beginning. Somebody's got an ACDC van. Yeah, I was. Ah, like, I saw that. I was like, was, it, was that was that <laughs> on the, the tour bus? Were they in there? <laughs> yeah, could could very well be. Stephen King was in there doing coke with them, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Oh, there must have been a lot of, there was a lot of cocaine on this set. <laughs> well, it was 80s. <laughs> you know what? And then, I, I had totally forgotten Stephen King directed it. Because I've seen this movie at least a dozen times, mm-hmm. but until until uh, we saw it this time and I was watching the credits, I had really completely forgotten he actually directed it. Yeah. I, my wife said she was scared of uh, like big rigs for a long time after this movie. When she first saw yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it's it's a fun movie, but uh, Brian, you were you were going to say something? Yeah, you guys catch the cameo from Gus from Breaking Bad? No, huh. he gets killed in the arcade. That was him. Yeah, is uh, that the, the dude that kept putting the cigarettes in his pocket and all the yeah he was he, that was coming out. That was Gus. Yeah, that was the actor uh, Gene Carlo Esposito. Esposito. Yep, that was him. No shit, I oh. had no idea, dude. Are you sure? Yep. He looks a lot darker in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man, I would have never thought. Oh my gosh. Wow, look that at that. That is amazing, dude. Brian, that's the best trivia we've heard. Look, we've had fantastic <laughs> trivia for this movie, but that's that that takes the cake. That's the best of the whole Well, that the whole and the show. Stephen King being coked out of his head the whole time he was directing, I think that's a pretty good piece of <laughs> trivia because it explains a whole lot. <laughs> yes, it does. Wow, man, that is amazing. Also, he's like, yeah, you know ACDC's doing the soundtrack to this movie. Did you guys did you guys kind of get a uh, kind of a racist vibe from that scene that okay so it's a black dude and he's in there playing video games and the minute the cigarettes start popping out and the coins he's like pocketing everything what would you do yeah <laughs> I guess that's true <laughs> black white purple or yellow I guess you're gonna do the same fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. thing huh? <laughs> take what they're gonna give you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this movie is a classic, though. Even the um, the one the 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 sound of when a, a kill is about to happen that's always been iconic to me when it comes to this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know who else irritated me though? Um, the waitress when she kept. I mean, the first we time made she did you. It, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes, of course. The first time she did it, she was super drunk, so it kind of made sense. But then the right. next time she did it, and, and when she got shot, I was like, "What are you doing? That's 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 what you deserve to get. <laughs> you run out there and start screaming at these demon trucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get shot." <laughs> yeah, it was kind of it was kind of interesting how to kill time they were all just sitting in there drink drinking all the beer all the beer and the and the liquor and stuff that was in there for sale. Oh, and that dumbass married couple was tickling each other. What? Yeah. I forgot that part. What, what, what was that all about? I don't about? know. She was like cracking up. They were sitting at a table and I, I guess he right? was tickling her under the table. I don't know what he was doing, but she was oh. like. Oh, Kurt and Connie. The most, yeah. Right. Oh, my God. Like, I, I, I like her as an actor and probably as a person, mm-hmm. but I hated her in this movie so much. Hey, Cocaine. she sold it, man. Yeah. Lisa Simpson. Yeah, man, this is uh this is a classic. I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I, I, I probably saw this movie. I, I don't think I saw it in the theater, but I must have seen it like on HBO or something. Yeah, maybe like yeah. in '87 or '88. And like I said, I've seen this thing over a dozen times. Yet, yeah, do you have to do you have to leave, kind of leave leave logic at the door? Oh yeah, of course, of course. I mean, it makes no fucking sense. And like like you guys were saying, the rules don't apply. And like at the end of it, if they're going to this 
um, marina where they can get into a sailboat because it's not motorized. Yeah. And they're able to take the sailboat over to an island where no machines are allowed. Uh-huh. Why aren't all those fucking motorboats starting to start up and ram into the goddamn sailboat as it's sailing away? That's what I thought was going to happen, actually. You know? I and mean, then it didn't. Uh, so, but yeah, it's, there's a lot of lot, lot of holes here for it's, sure. It's it's one of the few movies that is uh, like kind of so bad that it's good. You know, like there were so many times I was watching this and I'm like, what in the hell is what? That doesn't make any sense, you know. <laughs> and like some of the acting was really just bad. <laughs> yeah, but I think by design. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. In some cases, but, I mean, it wasn't like a trauma movie, but it was definitely. I think King was kind of going for that B movie vibe. I, really I, I don't know that he remembers making this movie. I don't <laughs> think he knew what he was going for, but uh, it all makes sense now. And right, it, it it really is. It's so bad that it came kind of a, a cult classic. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I I really enjoyed myself. I did too, man. I love it. Dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll watch this movie anytime, dude. Uh, like I, we just watched it this week. I I wouldn't mind when we're done recording going in and watching it again. Yeah, I'm not even kidding, man. Yeah. I, this is one you can just see over and over again. I totally would. Yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. Especially if we're drunk and watching it, because then we're just gonna make fun of it the whole time. Right? <laughs> and and me as a movie collector, this this doesn't even have a Blu-ray release, and it needs really? one. What? So oh, anybody from Scream Factory or somebody listening? Oh my gosh! The only movie serious? that Stephen King has directed. Come on! <laughs> <clears throat> wow! Are you sure, dude? There's no there's no Blu-ray. I'm sure maybe like overseas Blu-ray where you have to get okay. a, a different region Blu-ray player. But, you know, I'm not trying to do all that. But I think the DVD is actually kind of hard to find, too. I can't believe it, man. Huh. That's that's odd because this just seems like such a cool classic, man. And I would love some extra features. Maybe, maybe someone's got some camera footage of uh, Stephen King coked out. That, that can be on be like funny. the special features, like a behind the scenes. Thing. Yeah, that'd be great on this movie. <laughs> Anything, anything's possible, huh? Come to find out, he he was directing a totally different movie than what was going on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would say uh, maximum overdrive. <laughs> I, I, I would say I would say Dave, David Gregory, if you're listening, this might be a good release release for Severin Films. I'd say Michael Felsher. If you're listening, this might be might be a good release for your for your distribution group. You know, in any of these any of these distribution groups that are willing to take some chances on mm-hmm. some uh, you know some lesser known cult type uh, horror movies, get in there. We need a fucking Blu-ray of this for yeah. sure. I don't yes. think this is that lesser known shit. ACDC ought to release it. Oh hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you had basically on this movie, you had you had me at ACDC when when the when the soundtrack started, I was like, fuck yeah, I because I, I had kind of forgotten. Yeah, I probably hadn't seen it in ten years, and I had kind of forgotten that literally the entire soundtrack was like ACDC's greatest hits. I bet you that's how Stephen King came up with this idea. He listened to Who Made Who and went right. Oh yeah, or was Who, who Made, made who? who? Was that song made for this movie? I doubt it. You don't think so? I don't think so. Okay, well, maybe. Interesting question. I mean, Zick, I could have sworn that they came out with like a greatest hits album right when this movie came out, and the the one new song. You know how every once in a while, oh, an artist really? will do one new song on a new greatest hits album. Hmm. I could have sworn that was the new song. Maybe I don't I mean, know. This, this I is the part of the show where we reach out to our listeners. There you go to educate us. The set way us, set us straight. 
the way Lars set us straight that there were no Nazis in World War One. They didn't make it specific that it was World War One, although it obviously was. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> hey, who made who, Philip? Whatever, they're Germans. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. No offense, Germany. <laughs> yeah, not... well, we don't care about political correctness on this show because we don't talk politics. You're so. not Nazis anymore, but back then, uh, you were bad guys. Sorry. They know all about it. And guess what? We, we have picked up some new listeners around the world. We have a new listener from Argentina. Yeah, Shout nice. Out. Look at nice. As Philip just mentioned Germany, I'll let you know we have a new listener in Germany. So yeah, shout out to you, man, yeah. non my non Nazi brother. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have some German in me. I'm a mutt. All right, man. Are we ready for scores for this one? I'm ready. For I think scores. so. What yeah. about you guys? Let's do it. Who went yep. first? Who made who? I believe I did. We um, made you. You we know what? Just <laughs> off off of you saying that right there, I'm, I'm gonna give this a nine. Wow. This this is very oh, This is a movie that I can rewatch over and over. I will continue right. to revisit this movie. This movie is funny, cheesy, just Boy, cheesy 80s goodness and yes. Yes. I love it. However, as I'll point out, it's no witchboard. <laughs> Not much is. <laughs> no, it's a it's a million times better. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, speaking of Kevin, he sent in his his ratings for the movies we're reviewing here, and oh, I'll nice, give them nice. as we're doing the movies. He gave this one a ten out of ten. <laughs> his his rating for this one was hella good. <laughs> you must have seen my message feed. I did. Oh my <laughs> god! If anybody in the world. Likes 80s fucking horror movies. That's, that's, a, boor, that's a boor kid. Uh, wait, wait till I give you his rating for our next movie. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. I can't wait. I've already got an right. idea. Okay. I've already been messaging with him. So, All right, so on this one, I'm going to give it, like, every part of me wants to give it, like, a five, but it was so much fun, man. I got to give it a seven. Seven's good, man. Because it, it, you kind of have to look at it as a comedy, you know. I mean, right. it, it's it's really bad, but mm-hmm. it's it's funny and it's <laughs> it was fun to watch, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, everybody busted my balls for giving Guardians two a seven. Seven's a good fucking score, man. Oh, seven yeah. means you had a hell of a fun time watching. Yeah, it. seven's good. But you realize that it was nowhere near perfectly developed or created or written or well, acted or anything. Well, this was about anything, as far right? from that as where they. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think seven is is spot on, and I think uh, uh, I think Brian, you gave it a nine. Yes, sir. All right, so I'm going to meet you boys right in the middle. I'll give it a solid eight. There you go. Nice. Eight on ten. That's Look at very, that. very good. fun fucking movie. We all like kind I said, of agreed on it. <laughs> you know what? I would I would go as a matter of fact, when we're done recording, I think we might just go watch it. This uh, would have I been uh good. this would have been perfect for uh, uh if we was to do a commentary on this one. Exactly. Yeah, like if we do we talked about doing a YouTube channel where right. uh, yeah. we have like a mystery science theater kind of thing. Okay, well this may just be make this fun may of be the, the one. That would be great. Okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, we need we need to figure out the logistics on how to yeah, do all that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, well, that's uh, where our listeners come into play. If anybody has any ideas, they're all mad us. We're looking to get into the YouTube world. Help us out. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. There you go. <laughs> 
All right, so we're moving on to our next movie. I think we all agree that uh, Run, Don't Walk to go see uh, Maximum Overdrive, folks, if you oh, haven't yeah. seen it before. Yeah, or even if you haven't seen it in a while, which you probably haven't. Yep. Check it out. It's funny. So now we're moving on to this week's uh, featured attraction, which is the uh, brand new Transformers The Last Night. And as always, we'll start out with trivia. Di- uh, director was Michael Bay, also known for Bad Boys, which is, in my opinion, his best film. What do you guys think? Bad Boys? Yeah, yeah. it's always... It, yeah, it, it, it's up there with The Rock for me. I actually really love Bad Boys 2. Uh, Bad Boys 2 was okay. The scene in the morgue was kind of silly. Yeah. Where he was getting numb and everything. Well, a whole lot of it was silly. But yeah, it's, that's true. It's, you know, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, man. I'll, it's got to be I'll silly, watch them right? do anything. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I mean, um, but he did, uh, and I put The Rock on here too, Brian, and I mentioned that was the other thing uh, he's known for, which is great. awesome. Yeah. Um, one of one of the few Nicolas Cage movies where, where he was actually a pretty good actor in it, <laughs> instead of just going Nicolas Cage crazy. Yeah, man, he's got, it must have been tax problems. He's got some that are, like, he's the most hit or miss person I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. But speaking of The Rock, he, uh, and, and, and our good friend Mark Wahlberg, who's in this one, he directed Pain and Gain. Have you guys seen that one? That's yeah, I, I, you I, kinda, I enjoyed that one. I liked it. I had you know a good what? time. I, did, I didn't like it that much, man. No, I thought it was fun. Nah, I just went in expecting a lot more, I guess. Oh, yeah? See, yeah, I think my expectations were too high I didn't expect much out of that one, and then I, and, and I was kind of pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was. I was. Uh, I really enjoyed The Rock's performance in it, because it, yeah. it was a more comedic. Mm-hmm. And um, he does comedy pretty good for me. And I mean, I don't want to see him do like a stand up actor or nothing, but. Yeah, no, that would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's time for me, for uh, listeners of the show who've listened to a few of them, to understand that this is the point of the show where uh, Lance starts to become very, very nervous because we have writers by committee. Again. Ah. Uh, Shades of the Mummy, boys. Shades of the Mummy. <sighs> Here we go. Writers Art Markham, Matt Holloway, Ken Nolan, Akiva Goldsman, with input by Michael Bay. <laughs> this is a fucking recipe for disaster, guys. With input by Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah. So basically, he said, if you don't write what I want you to write, you're the fuck out of here. And that's what's happening. Oh, boy. All right. Well, let's uh, strap in here, guys. This could be a bumpy ride. Um, Michael Bay said that this will be the last Transformers film that he will direct for the moment. For the moment. <laughs> He is open to doing more films in the future if, if he gets a good story. Well, don't do writing by committee, motherfucker. Get one good <laughs> yeah. writer to write the goddamn story and you might get it. That's always a kiss of death. All right. Part of the film was shot at Stonehenge. Um, Michael Bay requested... Now, why would you do this? He requested to shoot an explosion on at, on location at Stonehenge. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Come on, dude. But was denied. But was denied. Wow. Can you imagine that? Fucking surprise. Well, doesn't so, hurt to ask, right? <laughs> so he had a set of Stonehenge constructed to shoot the explosion. You know what? Was it a tiny Stonehenge? <laughs> it was a day. All I know is a Stonehenge monument was in danger of being crushed by a dwarf. <laughs> All right, Brian. What movie was that from, man? 
Oh my god. Come on, Put dude. Put me on the spot. Can I give you I'll give you another clue. Okay. But this one goes to eleven. Eleven is louder than ten. Right. <laughs> but why oh. don't you just make the ten louder? And then he looks at him again, he's like, But this one goes to eleven. There you go. <laughs> oh my gosh, if I get this wrong, uh, this is spinal tap? Yes, yes sir. Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> There's there's yeah. another cult classic. All right, man. Speak. Oh. We got to find a way to review that for the show. Yeah, we got to find a horror element great. in it or something Fucking so we can get away with it. He's got to be in there too. All right. Um, while shooting in England, um, Mark Wahlberg spent some time at Saint Aidan's Church incognito uh, and made uh, quite a few donations. No one knew anything until later on. Uh, Reverend Father Des McGibbon said, It's great that we had him in for the service, and we certainly appreciate his generosity toward the church. Um, so, Brian, you went first uh, on the last one. Philip, you, I think you've seen this most recently of all of us, right? Uh, yeah, I saw it. So you uh, should go today. first, man. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, I, I was actually really pleasantly surprised by this one because I looked it up uh, and I was going to go see it. And the Rotten Tomatoes thing on it said, like, 15% at the time. And uh, I was like, man, I might just skip this one. Plus, Lance told me it was, like, three hours long. I mean, it may not quite be that long, but it's pretty close. There he goes. Two hours and 29 minutes. But uh, it, I, I kind of liked it, man. It was, it was a little bit long. They definitely could have cut some stuff out of it. But uh, it was probably the best Transformers movie since the first two, I think. Um, I, I really enjoyed Mark Wahlberg. There were really no glaring plot holes that just jumped out at me. Uh, I was it was a fun movie. I was I, it's everything you want from a summer blockbuster. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, it was a little. They could have probably shaved maybe like at least a half hour off of at this least. movie. Yeah, um, they had a lot of stuff going on. I was also surprised that I enjoyed it. Yeah. I went in. Um, I was actually surprised by Mark, Mark Wahlberg because I hated his character in the last one because I don't I didn't never buy him as a scientist inventor. Yeah. But he did great in this one, huh? Yeah, because um, I think they get, got away from him trying to be all, you know, sciencey and basically yeah. more of a, a action star. Yeah. And, which is um, what he is. And um, I really like <laughs> uh, probably somebody's going to get on me for this, but I really like Anthony Hopkins in this. I felt like he just had fun with this movie. Anthony Hopkins is amazing in just about anything that he does. And you know what? Before this movie started and I really wasn't looking forward to seeing and I wasn't expecting much. I kept going, how in the hell did they even get Anthony Hopkins to do this movie? I think he's just at a point in his career where he's going to do Transformer movies. He's going to do, you know, Thor. Why you not? Know, you know? Yeah. And um, I do have a couple problems. Maybe it's more so because I really enjoyed Transformers growing up as a kid and they kind of changed some things around. Yeah. And um, the comedic character for this one was a a. a Guy that I, I've grown to love his uh, show, uh, Jared Carmichael. He was uh, the black guy. That okay. was with, uh, oh, yeah. yeah I, I really like his comedy. What, but what, in what this show, one, what show is he on? Uh, the, the Carmichael show. 
I've never and seen he it. does never even heard he of does it. a it's comedy central or something no it's a you probably won't watch it lance it's like a, a network show but um he does a lot of i like his stand-up he was in the neighbor movies oh uh, okay. with uh, seth rogan yeah 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 he was he fell completely flat for me, he was yeah. not funny at all. He was whiny, bitchy. Whiny. Just yeah, I just like I kind of wanted what happened to T.J. Miller and the last one happened to him, so he could just right. be gone from the movie. <laughs> but um, other than that, I really had a lot of fun. Um, there are times when I got I kind of kind of got tired of Optimus Prime because every time he spoke was like a speech. But dude, yeah. he didn't even show up until the third. Well. No spoilers yet, I guess. Yeah. Right, but I mean, he, he yeah. wasn't in it that much. It, I just, I don't know. How, how the last bothered you that much, dude. Because it's like the last couple movies. Every time he talks, is a right. speech, and this yeah. dramatic music plays. And I'm like, okay, nothing's happening. So just let's save the speech for later. Yeah. And... Well, they they have to they have to put him down as the biggest baddest transformer of all time. You know, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and they definitely solidify that in this one. You know, I think. Uh, but um. Well, don't say too yeah, much. Yet. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll wait till we get to spoilers, but yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, well, and you know, I, they kind of, uh, it, the previews made it out to be that little Hispanic girl uh, was going to be like a big main character in this movie, and then she really wasn't in it that much. She was in it quite a bit early, though. Yeah, quite a bit early, but I'm not entirely I mean, she sure. Had a, she had a good role. I mean, she had a lot, of, a lot of things that she added to the story. She was okay. I'm not entirely sure why she was in it, though. Why that whole yeah, be- half of a story line even well, was there because like, we'll, we'll kind of get into out. it because i kind of felt like she was two different characters in this movie yeah definitely i didn't get that uh, i, we'll, I want to we'll hear why that. you guys think that i mean yeah i, I don't know she, I, I don't know she just wasn't in it enough for, for they, it they, like they, they might be setting her up to be the star of the next one mm-hmm. maybe that makes sense well, yeah. I mean, we have a few things to talk about in spoilers. Like, what the hell was that post-credit scene all about? You know, that was weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll get weird. into a little bit of what I know growing up watching the cartoon, especially the the '80s movie. Yeah, okay. definitely. Because I'll be interested to hear that. Yeah. yeah, to me, it made no sense. And there's but, something uh, towards the end that I really want to talk about. Okay. All right. Well, listen. Let me. Uh, let me. Let me. Let me say my. You know, my, let me say my little spoiler-free piece here, and then. Oh yeah, I forgot. Um, we, we can, you know, we can move, we can move on to scores and then, then get into a lot of details, but, um, we kind of had discussion as opposed to round table this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I was, um, <laughs> oh, I, oh man, I hate to say this, Brian, I'm going to sound like a complete asshole to you right now, uh-huh. but I was really looking forward to pacing and posting all over Facebook and all over, uh, the Horror Returns group. Fuck you, Brian, for making us watch this movie. Fuck you, Brian, for making us watch this movie. Dude, I ate my words, man. I had a fucking blast watching this. This was a fun, fun movie. Yeah. The only problem that I can think of, I know you guys already mentioned Hopkins, he stole the fucking show. Oh, yeah. He was amazing. He was a badass in this So much better than I I thought he was going to phone it in. I don't think Anthony Hopkins knows how to phone it in. He walked in with a dick the size of an elephant. You know what? <laughs> Absolutely, in, dude. He owned it, yeah. man. He was fantastic. And I thought Wahlberg was, was very good, Yeah, actually. And I liked I liked the young actress. I thought she, she was a little spitfire, man. I enjoyed watching her. I really did. 
I loved at the beginning when they showed the little comical robots and stuff like that, and the little yeah, dragons. Yeah. I mm-hmm. loved that part. Oh yeah, like uh, the, it was just the, so the much fun, ones? man. Cool. It was just just you <laughs> know like brainless, <laughs> brainless fun. I I enjoyed the hell out of this movie, and I and I did not think I was going to at all. And like when I was setting up the uh, trivia, and I like I was telling you listing all those writers, and I thought this is going to be a piece of shit for sure. For me to go into this movie with a mindset that I had going in. And to walk out feeling as good as I felt when it was over with is nothing short of a miracle. I loved it. It was fun from beginning to end. The only complaint I've got is it was about 30 minutes too long. Yeah. They could have cut a few things out. They could have got a lot of stuff out. But the special effects were really good. I know you can see the CGI in a few. I'm, I'm almost getting tired of this CGI bullshit. You know why? Every fucking person... Now, bitches about it. That's CGI is becoming the big thing for everybody to bitch at. Yeah. Oh, there was CGI. Oh, it looked fake. Oh, it looked like a cartoon. I'm getting tired of hearing it. It was fun watching it. It was serviceable. The there bad was, CGI was serviceable. There was and only the good one. CGI was really good. Yeah, there was only one that I noticed. The, like, I noticed one, three one, or four. One scene that was just not mm-hmm. not great CGI. Well, when the one robot was walking across the grass at Anthony, Hop- well, at that castle. Without giving too much away, that looked real, man. It looked like yeah. he was actually walking right on the grass. Yeah. I thought that was very commendable. No, it was it was really towards the end of the movie. It was one of the... Right, uh, it got ones. out of control. Yeah, it was just, they had a lot of shit going on, I think, you know? And there's 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 a lot of scenes like that, uh, and we'll get more into it, but there's, there's a couple of scenes where they had just so much stuff going on that I, I kind of lost interest. But... Uh, as overall, thirty minutes too long. Yeah, overall, I was pleasantly surprised. Absolutely, same here. You guys ready for scores? Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, I'm, oh, I'll go first. Um, I. You know what? I'm gonna give it a seven, man. It was way better than the Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> well, gee, dude, that was a tough hurdle to jump. Over. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'm right there with you. Um, I'm also give it a seven. Nice. Oh wow! This is this is kind of creepy. Then look at that Uh-oh. back here. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I just I, I just reached around my back and pulled a hair that was like three inches long. <laughs> I hope it's not a back hair. Turning into a werewolf. <laughs> Fucking Sas- Sasquatch over here. Oh shit! All right, no. Uh, this this is actually kind of kind of bizarre because this is I think the first ever horror returns. Uh, the, they say the number for perfection is seven seven seven, right? Like uh, the godlike number, or so. Either, I know six 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 is the right mark next of the door beast. to Satan. <laughs> well, apparently yes. What, Brian? You tell us, man. You study a lot of that spiritual stuff, man. See if what, we ever get into the, a horror movie situation, we gotta have Brian with us. What's the significance uh, of seven seven seven? I gotta do some fact checking on that. I think it's supposed to be like the perfect number, but I give this movie a seven. And yes, you fucking haters listening to me right now, that were fucking kicking my ass about Guardians 2. Yes, I gave this the same exact score as Guardians 2 because I had just as much fun in this movie. So if you don't like this movie, that's your problem. I enjoyed it. I had fun. I kind of wish it had been a little bit shorter. Obviously, there were a few things that could have changed, but at the end of the day, I had a good time. Side note, if you have the choice to choose between the two of them, pick Guardians <laughs> Haters coming out already. Huh? I'm just saying, it's not as good as that. I got you, <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah, it's all seven, good. I just seven, had so much seven, fun seven. At Across the end the of the board. 
at the end of the day, 777 is a magical number that that you should watch out for in your life on a daily basis. Okay, so it sounds like we're recommending that everyone see Transformers the last night. Watch out for it on a daily basis. All right. Spoiler time? Yeah. Yep. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. Okay. Uh, you you know, matter, um, okay. The, I'm gonna go with something that I just kind of was confused with because they completely changed it from what I can remember. If anybody out there, if I'm wrong, can you know um, send us uh, anything to correct me? Oh, I'm sure they will. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I grew up, Unicron was its own thing, but in this movie, Unicron is Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Did I Kevin, get that right? Kevin pointed that out to me too through Messenger. Yeah, yeah um, See, I didn't I like that. A whole lot of it. I did not like that at all. Okay. Because. Okay. Um, so what's what's wrong with the the writers of this taking a little creative freedom and just, you know, giving a good reason for Optimus Prime to come back and for the things to happen the way they did? I mean. I mean, you know, even, I. Even I think, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brian. I was just going to say, you know, uh, me, you know, learning how to review these movies and kind of look at them objectively, you know, I'm trying to tell myself, you know, not to get mad if they change things from my childhood, because, you know, it's a different take on it. So, but it was just a little confusing how this whole time Earth has not really been Earth. It's been this giant because Unicron is basically a giant transformer. Oh. That transfer transforms into a planet. Well, I think that's what's about to happen. Which I knew I I knew they was gonna change it up because in the the previous movie, Megatron turns into Galvatron and it was because of Unicron, but then they changed that whole they flipped that whole story around. Mm-hmm. So um that was my one kind of little small little thing. And the, the, the thing about the little girl in the beginning, the, where I felt like she was two different characters, she was a little badass when you first get introduced to her. Yeah. And then when you get reintroduced to her, she was the character that was always in the wrong place at the wrong time, tagging along when she shouldn't have and didn't really do anything. Oh, I disagree. I disagree. I think she was still showing her gumption when she was doing that. That's why she. That's why she jumped in and tagged along on on the mission, because she does have. She is a little Spitfire, man. I don't think her character changed to me anyway. I'm just not sure what place she played in the story. You know what I mean? Because she didn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. Like the whole movie. Well, I mean, she started. Out, she's the one who connected the what? What do they call it? Like the the dead zone or whatever that they weren't allowed to go into on pain of death. When yeah. The kids showed up in. She connected that world to. Marky Mark's world. See, they could have mm. done that with the with the other kids that were in they there. They could have done it with anybody, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, I, I I didn't have a problem with it. Mm. You know what I mean? It was just, you know, some something extra in the movie when it was already two and a half hours long, you know? Great point, dude. Great point. Yep, they definitely could have streamlined that for sure. But then, uh, okay, so were there any other Transformers that weren't like they were, you know, originally? Uh... I was uh, confused by Hot Rod and his French accent. Oh, the I know, French right? accent? Yeah. 
yeah. it was and, and then they and then they tell you that he didn't he didn't need to have it he right. just likes to have it he just likes to have it yeah. mm-hmm. i was a little confused what was going on but i will say um the lead actress was hot as shit yeah buddy. <laughs> and you know what i love yeah. When Mark Wahlberg called her out for her stripper dress. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Awesome line, man. And you know what? that's right. It had me saying, Megan who? Right. (laughs) Well, she looked a lot like Megan Fox, but like a British version. So she was like hotter and classy. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, I really enjoyed the medieval aspect of this movie. I did too. I thought that was cool as shit. That was one of yeah. my bad CGI's though. Is it mm-hmm. the, towards the end they have one of the okay. uh, one of the one of the old knights? Okay. Yes. Uh, I I don't know when they showed him. I can't even remember what they showed him doing. But I was like, man, compared to everything else in this movie, that didn't look great. <laughs> is this is this the scene when when he first wakes up? Yeah, I think so. Okay, because I think I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It, the CG was a little wonky. And then uh, that whole scene kind of wasn't really thought out because, it, w- like, okay, so Mark Wahlberg has had this fucking thing on his arm floating around his body the whole fucking movie, right? Right. And then he gets to the end, and it turns out to be this big badass sword, sword. and he stops the Transformer from right. stabbing yeah, they, they all They all basically Optimus. kneel down and worship right. him because yeah. he had the sword. And then the next scene, the sword's gone, and it doesn't show back up again in the whole movie. Yeah, where'd the sword go? I was like, what? Ooh. Uh, that was that was, yeah, I thought good, that was a really question. cool thing that happened. You know, right. I love I love that and, part. And then they didn't then, show it again. And in the end, this in the in the end game of this, it might be for nothing because from what I'm hearing is he's not returning for another movie. Really? Yeah. So if that's true, that this was all kind of for nothing. That yeah. he is the he is the the next knight in this in this group of knights. I heard that too. That he's he opted out of doing a third a third Transformers yeah. movie because mm. he had uh, in his but, contract that he could either do the third one or opt out. I don't blame. Yeah. Him. I mean, I'm sure it's good money, but mm-hmm. I mean, he can do a lot better movies. I really like Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, he's got Daddy's Daddy's Home Two coming out. Oh Holy yeah, fuck Mark Wal- <laughs> Mark Wahlberg is is the same height I am. Yeah, he's are you fucking kidding he's me? A shorty man, he's uh, he's. He's a he's a stocky motherfucker. Goddamn, just like uh, Tom Cruise, man. There you go. He's a bad and dude. Mark <laughs> Wahlberg could whoop Tom Cruise's ass. Holy shit, dude. I had no <laughs> and idea. A, and another thing I'm probably going to get some hate on is um, they, they are planning a Bumblebee spinoff movie that is going to be a prequel. Okay. After seeing a scene in this movie, I am all down for it. Yeah, yeah. it might not the, be too bad. You got Bumblebee killing Nazis. Yeah, the World War II. And then, that was cool. Yeah, and then Mark Wahlberg says, but he's so nice. And then yeah. Anthony Hopkins is that is a word that would never describe Describe him. Bumblebee. Yes, I like yeah, that too. And, that yeah. really set something up there. Um, so if, if if go ahead. No, no, no. You finish, man. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say if that's the route they're going, then then I'm all for Bumblebee. Because at cool. first I was yeah, kind of like, a, a you guys need to Bumblebee? stop. Yeah, yeah, but if you got if you got this and he's in like that error and he's like helping you know soldiers out i'm all for it and it's the dark side to bumblebee where he's just gonna be kicking ass and taking names he's gonna be yeah. stinking like a bee nah. let me let me ask <laughs> you guys let me let me ask you guys a question how fucking awesome would it have been if they had been able to talk jeff bridges into being in this movie in some capacity and, and do you know why no you would have had a fucking monster big lebowski meetup 
Think about uh, who else was in this movie. You had John Goodman. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's true. You had Bashimi. <laughs> yeah, he was in it. That right? was funny. The Lebowski yeah. himself was the only one missing. I, I thought the comedy in this wasn't, uh, like, in The Mummy, I thought the comedy was really forced. Terrible. Like, maybe Horrible. maybe they put it in at the last second yes. and were like, okay, look, all these big movies coming out have a whole lot of com- comedic relief. We need yep. to put a bunch of comedy in. And it wasn't really funny. Well, and in this get, one, it was pretty legitimately funny. Getting off the rails, as we usually do with that, with The Mummy, I heard Tom Cruise kind of took over the movie. Oh, boy. Yeah. There's a lot of reports coming out that he just, I guess he had enough pull to where he would say something and it would, it, his word was uh, more than, his word would go over more than the director's. Hmm. Oh, so boy. Well, yeah. guess what, Tom? Give it up, baby. Yeah. Focus on what you do, which is acting, and let the professionals do the professional work. I hope they drop him off that dark, the dark. Universal you know what? Series they very well called. may. Yeah. It's this. making a lot of money overseas. Yes, that's what I keep hearing. The overseas money. It's because the they don't understand money. English. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> crazy. If you look at the box office, it is like it's made like almost three hundred million overseas compared to like maybe forty, a little over forty million here. Well, and the other, and the other thing, uh, Brian, you listen to the oh, two uh, weekends. You listen to the the Shockwaves podcast too, right? The Bloomhouse yes. podcast. Yes. And they were talking about that, and they were also talking about the 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 positive side of this is that they're re releasing a lot of those original Universal films on Blu Ray now. Which is yes, cool. I've I've seen them. Right. So they it's are kinda, pretty cool. Yeah, you know, you kind of got to take the bad with the good, you know. Yeah. My daughter is still afraid of mummies after watching the 1932 one. I really enjoyed yeah. that. I can't believe I had never seen it before, you know? Yeah. The mummy. <laughs> I really want to see the, the first sequel now, The Mummy's Hand. That one sounded really interesting. Yeah, yeah it really does, man. Right. Well, and yeah, boy, we went back on track now. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so it's a three-hour movie, so obviously there's got to be more to talk about. Brian, I want you to tell me what the fuck that uh, end credit scene was all about. Um, I guess it's teasing that Unicron is coming. So he's going to transform uh, and squish the world. It's, that's where I'm confused. So, because if he if he's in the Earth and he transforms, or he even it, it looks like if he even moves a little bit, mm-hmm. then Earth's just fucked, mm-hmm. right? Completely. And I'm assuming that lady was um, what was her name? Uh, the I guess the villain of the movie, Quintessa. Yeah. Yeah, right, there you go. Right, right. Yeah, the I, I think that was chick. her because because um, I think in the third Transformer movie they showed that uh, they can basically do like kind of a, a hologram disguise as humans. So I think ah, that was her because yes, it kind of showed her face starting to distort. Yeah, I mean it was definitely her. Okay, so she's still alive, but um, it definitely yeah, left it open for a sequel. Um, let's see. I like that they brought uh Josh Dumal 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 Dumal. Yeah, you or, say his as, name? or as the uh Bingecast listeners lovingly refer to him, Josh Douche Amel. Oh yeah. I like that. I, I like I like the callback. They brought him back. You know, they tried tried to make him older looking with the right. gray. I thought mm-hmm. it was cool. Uh, I, I, like, I like him. That was pretty I like cool. the call back to Shia. That yeah, he's uh, that he is funny. part of this. Uh, are they? Are they? So are they saying he's dead in this movie? I don't know, but I I I, I like that they had his picture in there, and I like that it was a super goofy shot. I, yeah, because like, it, um, it was so funny. 
he's supposed to be part of this Merlin bloodline, right? Is he? Uh, no, I think he was part, part of uh, like the Guardians bloodline. Okay, I, okay. Hopkins so I was. thought because I thought they were inferring that he was dead now because hmm. they said that she was the last. No, I don't think he was related to Merlin. I think he was just okay. He was one just a the, guardian, one of the Transformer guardians. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, where I lost my train of thought. It's because you're picturing Shia LaBeouf's crazy ass face. Yeah. <laughs> Shot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, at the end of at the end of the day, I mean, I don't have too much else to to say about this one, guys. I just really, like I said, I went in actually literally wringing my hands like an evil B B grade villain saying yeah <laughs> I can't you wait know, to fuck with Brian on the internet I can't wait you, to fuck with Brian and then but I you know what Lance I was it, man. but you know what Lance I was right there with you I kind of I kind of chose this movie I thought this was going to be a fun conversation cuz I thought it was going to be really bad okay. based off of the that last makes, one that does make sense yeah and it just really surprised me, you know. Like I said, I like the medieval aspect of of the the beginning of the movie. The the beginning scenes were awesome, where they were where they were fighting the battle. Yeah, they were firing those. Uh, the, what was it? They they fired like those fireballs against each other and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. See, I, it was just that that ending. Uh, scene. Too much going on. There, too where there was a whole lot of stuff going on, and I right. felt myself kind of drifting and looking around and not paying attention to what was going on, you know? Right. And and another scene that I really liked, because I felt like they were mis, misused in the, the previous movie, was uh, the Dinobots. Yeah. They came, they came in, in and they served their purpose, and yeah. then they were gone. And I liked that they were, like, just big dogs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Although... Okay, I, I got to throw this in there. Uh, my favorite morning show, the Rod Ryan Show. Check it out on iHeartRadio if you haven't heard it. Um, they, they have a, a band list name, and uh, they referred to uh, Fergie one time mm-hmm. as uh, Josh Dumel's Penis Garage. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then they put that on the band name list. So if they ever started a band, that could be a band name. Oh man! I, I wanted to throw that out there because it's it's, it's my one of my favorite things that they've ever said. <laughs> the, 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 ba- the band name that I thought of that I would I would love to start is the Black Mormons. The Black Mormons <laughs> wouldn't that be a cool name for a heavy metal band? Not as cool as Josh Duhamel's Penis Garage. Yeah, okay, you got me on that one, man. What about you, Brian? Have you ever fantasized about uh, like a heavy metal uh, band name or something like that? I can't say that I have. I don't. <laughs> I'll just be a roadie. I don't know. <laughs> the Nothing pu- wrong with that, man. The puckered cupcakes. <laughs> yeah, you're the you're the roadie, so you're in charge of going out and finding finding the drugs and the women and bringing them back. <laughs> hey, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> All right, sounds uh, like uh, this is it, man. Seven seven seven, first ever for the horror returns. Yeah, amazing. Pleasantly surprised on this whole yep. episode, man. That was that was great. I. Fully came in expecting yeah, to give it a two. Put, put that on the DVD box. Pleasantly surprised. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. For real. That would be a good book. Better than they say it is. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, look, we're gonna we're gonna do the uh, lead out of the show then, and uh, we're actually gonna get ready to, uh, I think, discuss here in a few minutes our second show okay. because uh, for certain reasons, which. I'll let, I'll let Philip do all the, the closeout stuff and explain why why we're having to record two shows at once this week. 
Okay. Uh, well, as always, we want to we want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Horror Returns. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. As mentioned before, check us out at thehorrorreturns at gmail Please, please email us. Uh, and look for us on iTunes. Uh, and if you like what you hear, please rate us and review us. Even if you don't like what you hear, rate us and review us anyway. We need some reviews yeah. on iTunes, guys. What, one way or the other, please. right? What do I have to do? All right. Uh, next week, Lance will be on vacation in Barcelona. Yes! Look out. <laughs> I can't fucking wait. <laughs> Amsterdam by the sea. Uh, but we will still get in a show for you guys uh, <laughs> featuring Spanish horror. Uh, we'll be reviewing Wreck, uh, as well as The Day of the Beast, which came recommended by Lars from Denmark. Brandon That's right. Show. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Yeah.